The views, ideas, and content of well seekers and their guests are their own opinions, and you should always seek additional professional help around any of the issues discussed here on Well Seekers. Hello, welcome to Well Seekers. I'm Lucia. And I am so excited to be wrapping up our series on reducing anxiety in 2020, especially during the holiday season. I'm excited for two reasons. One, I'm really, really excited about the show and talking about movement um, because it's been really important in my own life. I see it in the lives of individuals who do struggle with depression and anxiety and how much it does help. Um, so I'm excited to offer some simple ways to get there for yourself and your families and the people that you love. But I'm also excited because the last show in the series means this is the last show of 2020. So 2020 is almost behind us, which um, if you're anything like me, you probably could not be more excited about having a year behind you. I remember at the start of this year thinking 2020 was going to be my year. And um, I know a lot of people, a lot of my friends said 2020 was going to be their year where they were going to work on all these different aspects of their life. And it's almost been the great pause I feel like this has been a year of pause, a year of reflection, a year of um, looking at the people and the places and the things around you and saying, do I really want to be here, right? And maybe you've started to ask yourself some of those questions. Um, We're going to be tackling some of those in 2021 as we come back with brand new shows in the new year. Or maybe you've just been so anxious or experiencing depression. Um, If that's you, you are absolutely not alone. We've talked about it at the beginning of our series, but there's been reported an estimated up to 400% increase in anxiety and depressive symptoms since March, since we've started our quarantines, our lack of connection, and all the different things that came with COVID. So as we head into really, um, for for some people, the holidays are here. For others, Christmas is next week. I know I'm going to be celebrating Christmas, but it's going to be really, really different this year, right? Because there's not as much connection. Um, People aren't seeing their families. I know in Thanksgiving, I didn't see my family um, and I really wanted to see my family of origin, but it just wasn't possible at the time um, with so many households and varied circumstances. So you may be experiencing a lack of connection, right? And what I've seen in people and even personally is that it's really easy when you lose a lack of connection with other people to lose a lack of connection with yourself, right? And so we hoped and hope through this series, and even though we've said it's reducing anxiety in 2020, we hope that you take some of these tools with you. Um, And if this is your first show that you're listening to in the series, I really encourage you to go back because there's so much powerful information and so many powerful conversations about what anxiety is and what are some simple ways to work through it in your life. A truly impactful story from the owner of something called Float 41 in West Hartford, Connecticut, where she shared her own personal story um, and struggles and how floating really changed that for her. So there's some of the more classic tools we've talked about in episode one and two to things that you may not have tried, like floating in episode three. And of course, Swami and I had that really impactful conversation on meditation um, and how to incorporate it into your life in our last episode. So I feel like a great place to end because not only is it something I believe in clinically, but it's also something I've used personally, um, is the power of movement to help overcome anxiety and depression. 
Joining us is going to be one of the owners of CrossFit Override in Thomaston, Connecticut. Um, his name is Marshall, and we're going to have to we're going to have to have him help us out with the pronunciation. Um, I was going to say Zandler, uh, Marshall Zandler. He is the owner of um, CrossFit Override, so Marshall will be joining us. We're going to be talking about some simple and real ways that you can actually use and incorporate movement into your day-to-day life, not only during the holiday season and during the winter, but specifically a winter of COVID, right? Because last year, quarantine started in mid-March, so there were still some sunny days, weather was getting warmer. Right now, we're sort of heading into, people are calling this the dark winter, right? So how can we, during these darker times and during these colder times, if you're on the, you know, East Coast or even other various, essentially, if you're not in any sort of warm area um, in the United States or just internationally, how can we take some really simple um, methods and ways and use those through the winter? I also should say we are absolutely not just talking to the to the U.S., even though that's where I'm based. I want to give a special um, shout out to everyone listening right now in Switzerland. Um, we were one of the top ranked podcasts there uh, a couple, two weeks ago now. So thank you to anybody who's listening right now in Switzerland. We really appreciate you being on this journey with us as we seek and find the best ways to incorporate health into our everyday lives. If you are listening for the first time, you know I'm a research geek. Um, And as we head into 2021, we are going to be changing and shifting our show just a little. So I want you to make sure you hang with us to see those changes, the really exciting ones. Um, And if you also are a fan of the show, you know that I usually talk a lot about research. And when it comes to exercise, we have dove into a lot of research studies. So I hope that you can look back at some of our other shows on exercise. And I want to make sure that we give Marshall a lot of time to talk about a lot of space to talk about COVID specifically, since movement is so key. But I'll just say this, so many research studies that we have looked into, and these are really, really um, verified research study by the NCBI, other organizations that have done and looked into multiple and varying age groups, different analytic efforts. And there is no doubt all of the data points to a risk for depression. Specific exercises, depending on what you're doing, can help with anxiety. There's also reduced risk in things like dementia and Alzheimer's. And of course, you know it helps if you end up moving. It's going to help your cardiovascular health and other areas like that. So I think it's fair to say that physical activity or some form of movement, and we're about to get into that discussion of what you can do when all you want to do, if you're like me some days, is just stay in your warm bed um, when you don't have to actually leave much of an area. It's a major health indicator for prevention and for treatment. Many, many varied health conditions, mental health, there is a proven correlation between movement and having increased subjective well-being. So helping with anxiety, helping with depression, and helping with overall mood. So in our current circumstances, as we head into winter, into, well, hopefully the lighter days are coming, but they're pretty short right now. Um, and they're, they are going to get colder in some areas. So as we head into these areas, what can we really do? If you are just sitting at home, you don't have 
a tremendous amount of funds and um, you want to be a happy and healthier person, what can you do? That's what this show is here for, for. It's to take complex information or some of the best strategies out there and bring them to you and help them be something that you can incorporate into your everyday life. So we are so excited to have Marshall on. He's going to be joining us in just a minute to have this conversation and help you find some real and simple ways um, to love yourself and your body and your mood a whole lot more well during COVID and this holiday season. So we'll be right back on Well Seekers. After a long day, taking time to love yourself and your friends and your family more well can be a challenge. We're so burnt out and exhausted and stressed from working so hard during the day, we forget to love the people and the places and the things that are important to us. Well, Lucia Knight is here to help. We're gonna be a retreat and a treat for your day. A place to laugh, to connect, and to learn to love yourself and others more well. We're gonna talk about relationships, ways to sleep better. We'll have expert guests, personal stories, maybe even a musical guest or two. We'll share behind the scenes into my own life as well, my friends, my family, and of course, my relationships. So. Close the door on your day and light up your night with Lucia at night. Also, make sure to check out more at wellseekers.com for simple and real life ways to bring wellness home. I'll see you tonight on Lucia at Night. You're listening to Wellseekers, a show where the journey is just as important as the destination. Welcome back to Well Seekers, and I'm so honored to have our guest on. He is one of the co-owners of CrossFit Override in Tom Thomaston, Connecticut. Did I say that right? That is right. Okay. Yeah. I've actually <laughs> been to your gym once, but before we get to that story, um, Marshall, how do you say your last name? I know you want me to take a guess. I do. I almost want to have a stab at it for it, but um, oh, let me it is similar. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> sorry, I jumped the gun on you. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. I yeah, wasn't. Zindler. I was going to say Zin, Zin. Oh, no, I would have said Zindler. Yeah, Zindler. Yeah, Zindler. Everyone gets thrown off a little bit, uh, especially by the S-Z, but yeah, Zindler. What, what is the background culturally on that? Polish, yeah. Oh, nice. Polish like is it. in there. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a name. That, it's technically Schindler, um, in the way that they say it in Poland. But I really like it. Mm. So I have been to your gym ages ago. It was probably oh, I love it. I, it was great. It was such a great workout. I'd love to hear though. How did you get into being one of the owners of this CrossFit gym and getting into CrossFit in general? Um, I'm a very contrarian thinker. You know, I dropped out of college in my senior year. I had about eight credits left. Um, it was something I joke. I dropped out of school uh, to pursue a higher education. Mm. It was something where, yeah, I fell in love with the community of CrossFit. And then, you know, I saw how it was affecting my life and, and knew where I was in school and what I was doing in school um, just wasn't where my heart was or where my passion was. And I just didn't want to spend any more time doing what didn't kind of fulfill me. But at the same time, college for me was kind of a cancerous environment. And I, 
you know, wasn't able to kind of have the self-discipline or commitment that others did, where for me, I tend to fall into some bad habits. And, you know, that's where probably I was at one of my lowest points. Um, and just that environment and the friend circle and the group that I was involved with was a totally different world from when I went into a CrossFit box and the people that were around there and the culture and the environment. So, you know, I had this kind of window of clarity and then boom, you know, I knew for me, it was a dramatic change. I shook it up, dropped out of school, uh, started immersing myself into the culture more. And then I had the plan and vision to uh, open up a gym. And then, uh, I don't know, within two years of that, we opened up CrossFit Overhead. Yeah. So, uh, me getting into CrossFit, I was very fortunate, you know, college career was something where I went on to play uh, baseball in college and I actually had a couple injuries that set me back. And from there I actually took on the coaching role and I started coaching youth athletes specifically in baseball. Um, where'd and you during go, that time, Marshall? Yeah, uh, so you... I was at Western Connecticut state. Oh, okay. I, um, I rode D one. Oh, wonderful. Where'd you yeah. play? Or where'd I, you row? I rode at the University of New Hampshire and it was really competitive when I rode, nice. but now because of Title Nine, I think they actually got reduced, which is... Oh, really? Yeah, because they got rid of a male sport, so they had to get rid of a female sport, which that's a whole other conversation. Oh no, they got <laughs> rowing out, huh? Jeez. Yeah, but we were oh, really yikes. good. But anyway, yeah, baseball is, that's competitive. And that's yeah, tough. it was fun. Yeah, I was hoping. Uh, I definitely was. Western wasn't my first choice. Honestly, I had a couple of schools lined up that I was hoping to go. And for me, um, you know, sports was kind of always the goal. But you know, at a lot of the schools I was looking at, my parents were prioritizing for me. The academics were priorities, and you know, honestly, at the time, uh, my academics suffered mainly because of my social life and my own self. So, you know, not realizing the value of what it would have been even for my sports career to take my academics more seriously. I think it kind of um, didn't allow me the access that I was hoping for in school. And, you know, but I did like Western and I, the team uh, had some great coaches, some great buddies that played there. And, you know, for me, it was something where uh, I needed sports in my life for sure, the structure and what it brought to me. So that kind of carried into coaching, you know, and I think for, um, about a year and a half, two years, I worked at Frozen Ropes, and that was um, an extension for my coaching because I had volunteered in town um, with our park and rec department and Babe Ruth and Little League, things like that. And, you know, I just kind of loved that, you know, environment of team sports. And, um, you know, every time I aged out, once my eighth grade league ended and I got into high school, I started coaching the eighth graders again. And then once I got out of high school and got into college, I started coaching the high schoolers again. And um, So it was always fun. It was a fun transition for me to, you know, stay involved and um, be connected to what I like to do and uh, what, um, you know, we had people in town or friends. Sports to me is still such an important part of my life, even just exercising and moving every day and which ties into what we're talking about today and why why you're here 2020 has been really just an incredible year in so many ways and not positive ways um it's something that i think we're not going to see a hundred more years right the pa- a pandemic um election friction nationally with tensions for various reasons right and People just having heightened anxiety, the levels of suicide and depression just rising astronomically. I'm a mental health professional. I'm also, I consider myself an athlete. But one of the things I've learned through my studies is how important physical health and mental health, how they go together, right? So having some sort of exercise routine, exercise built into your day is imperative, for having positive mental health, especially around anxiety right now. Mm. There was a study I was reading, Marshall, and I don't know if you know this, because CrossFit's 
would you say it's hit training? Um, so that would be an easy way to put it kind of in a box, but yeah, I would say for a large portion, you know, for people who don't know, hit is high intensity interval training, you know, and we use a format like that most days, but you know, the big thing to us is we talk about constantly varied high intensity functional movements, mm. you know, and so the big thing, you know, in one or the earlier piece of that constant variance is, you know, for example, today in our gym, what we have a uh, little bit of a longer workout, about 30 minutes, continuous effort, you know, sustained. And then yesterday, another example, maybe under five minutes. So the hard part, uh, or one of the things is saying what CrossFit is because truly one of the best parts about it is that, you know, we try and do a combination of as many different things as possible, you know, so whether it's a long steady row, a 5k row, go on, get after it, mm. or, you know, 10 seconds sprint on the rower, you know, it really kind of depends on the, the programming, the training and, and where we are throughout the season, mm. you know, and kind of the, uh, general approach to us is looking at the body, um, and the athlete as a whole, you know, and we believe that, you know, if you're only strong, you're going to have, um, you know, some shortcomings or some deficiencies when it comes to endurance or flexibility or a number of different elements of fitness. Um, and if you're only enduring, maybe you lack the strength, the power, the speed, um, you know, so to us, it's trying to take a whole holistic approach at looking at the body. So very similar. And what, what I was going to say was there was actually a study focusing on more hit training and how it actually evidence-based reduces anxiety and depression in people. So it sounds like when you say holistically, I know you're talking about, uh, well, why don't you tell me when you say holistically, what are you talking about? Uh, so, yeah. So generally what, when I say holistically, I mean as a whole, you know, mm -hmm. and the big thing that we talk about from a fitness perspective is there's 10 physical attributes or elements that really kind of complete fitness. And so we define fitness as work capacity across broad time and modal domain. And really that's just a big word uh, or statement to say anything, you know, literally, whether it's you getting up and out of bed in the morning and walking down your mailbox and back, like I can track that with a measuring tape, um, with a stopwatch, uh, with a, with a scale, you can figure out the work capacity that that takes. And, and then the same thing if we have you do Murph, which is a one mile run, hundred pull-ups, 200 pushups, 300 air squats, another mile run with a weighted vest. You can, you can measure work capacity. So mm. for us, this is a point of what we try and look at is, uh, what is your work capacity? You know, and this is something, whether it's a max bench press, max 5k row, or, or that light jog that you're going for with your parents or your dog, you know, we can plot it, we can measure it. Do you feel like CrossFit is for everyone? What if there's someone listening right now that feels like there's no way I'm running a mile with a weighted vest or I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I get it. And especially where I first started, you know, it would have definitely been something I'm like, no way. But yes, absolutely. I think, um, you know, to me, it's something that's completely scalable. This is where every gym is different, you know, to, to understand and be realistic in the sense that there are certain cultures and certain gyms that I've been in where I'm like, man, this is kind of not my vibe or, you know, it's maybe not the fit that I would uh, want to portray. But we always say that it is broad, general and inclusive, meaning it is for everybody, whether it's your grandmother or, you know, a young athlete trying to play in college. I actually, my very, very first CrossFit client was my grandmother. Uh, no. She had just finished oh i love it it was something that was an awesome experience um you know for me for a magnitude of reasons but um you know she was about 74 years old at the time she had just fallen uh you know she had a number of different issues that had happened but she had broken her hip i uh, had some shoulder restrictions and then some pre-existing conditions but you know i have some videos i'd, uh, I'd love to send them over to you but 
she had trouble getting in and out of a chair. This is what she moved in with us at home because she really lost her independence um, to be able to get herself up, do the basic daily tasks. Uh, so she had to come in, move in. And this is about when I dropped out of school. And um, so it's perfect. I was home. She was home and she was my perfect uh, first client. It was incredible to see her progress, you know, in, in what I would say was a short amount of time, a couple of months where, you know, she was getting up and out of a chair, you know, helping out with making her own breakfast and, you know, going up and down, you know, small sets of steps. And we were going for a walk daily that, you know, it's something to me where no matter how old you are or what obstacle you have to overcome that, you know, just moving the body, improving what you're putting in your body, what you're listening to, what you're reading, what you're watching, you know, again, an all uh, encompassing aspect of your mindset and your physiology, uh, there's never too late, you know, really. I don't care um, what limitations or age, you know, it's something now that we'll work with anybody if they're willing to work with us. And I've never not seen exercise, you know, improve, you name it, bone density, body fat percentage, you know, triglyceride count, blood pressure, you know, there's, it's now I think very obvious that you can find evidence to support any study of exercise, any discipline, you know, that's going to benefit your body, your mind. Um, Cause I think that there's more of a connection than we realize. I think there are really two things that are probably one. It's just kind of hard for most people to articulate that connection. Yeah. I mean, I've said this for a really long time. I don't know when we started saying mind body. It's like saying knee body. Your mind is in your body. <laughs> it. It's yeah. part of your body. And there's so much science now, so much data. I'm a big believer in something called psychoneuroimmunology, which is the gut mind gut connection and how there's more neurons in your gut than any part of your body. So if you don't have a healthy mm. gut, it's communicating poorly to your brain, right? So mm. you're yeah. it's really your brain is a body part. <laughs> so mm. it's like just body, right? Like this is our body and let's see how the brain can work with other parts of your body, right? And so to me, it is holistic in that way. Going back to your grandmother, I, that is such an amazing story. I would love those videos. If you're willing to share, we'll, we'll absolutely post them. But I, I had knee surgery and I remember my ortho saying, you know, don't, you can do this, you can do this, but I wouldn't go to CrossFit. So it sounds like you're saying it doesn't actually matter where you're at. You can meet your clients there. Yeah. And well, so the hard part to me, and, and I mean, so we specifically deal with a lot of right now, I probably have four or five clients that were kind of in the rehab process and you know, I think the hard part, again, is kind of just generalizing. If we're just saying CrossFit, you know, we're saying a lot of things without really saying anything, you know, and I think the hard part to me is defining it. You know, what does that mean? Does that mean you should hop into a class and start doing thrusters and cleaning jerks? No. You know, if you're somebody who's coming off a knee surgery, there's probably really specific exercises, movements or intensities that you should be following that are more specific to you. Uh, so that way you can get your knee back to proper health. And, you know, really good rehab is good training. You know, we use the same principles uh, to allow your body to grow and adapt, you know, and I think that's something that can be, again, generalized. It's just easy. It's easy for that conversation. I think sometimes a lot of doctors, without knowing if there's any good CrossFits in the area, they'd rather just say, hey, avoid it completely, you know, and there's maybe some good in that, but there's probably some harm in it too, especially if there is a good CrossFit in the area that can help. And, you know, somebody like us that I believe we can generally improve, um, you know, we have the resources, the experience and you know, the knowledge to help people through some of those processes. But we also have the ability to say, hey, I don't know. This mm -hmm. is something that I'm not sure I'm going to be able to help you with. And we have guys like Mark Fade, who is a physical therapist out of uh, Waterbury that helps us and we refer to. And, you know, I have good buddies that, you know, are in practices or disciplines that maybe extend our scope 
and allow us to be able to serve our community better. I love that. In not, that sense. Yeah. It sounds like not every gym is the same and the word CrossFit isn't necessarily, if there's obviously some universal aspects, but check out the gym and your opportunities before you completely count it out. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, don't judge the book by its cover kind of thing, you know? So, um, Marshall, we've been talking in this series about how in 2020, like I said, in particular, there's an increase in anxiety and really trying to give people tools from that holistic perspective and how physical movement can help with anxiety. Have you experienced any personal stories, maybe your own or even people in your gym talk about how leaving the gym had a huge impact on their mental health, overall health, and how have you made it comfortable? Sort of a two-part question for people to come back in light of COVID and restrictions. So it's funny. Um, Yeah, from, I I was kind of joking, but I wish, you know, we could have our whole, you know, community on here. And I think this is something so, especially during the shutdown, you know, we launched something, what we called Corona fit. Um, but it was basically our plan for our community to be able to, uh, stay moving, stay active, stay fit and healthy. And it was something that was very multi-layered plan, you know, the, at the basics of it, of what we do is human movement, you know, moving the body. And I think it's something where, you know, that is something that is necessary. It's simple to stop moving and see what happens. You know, your body will start to let you know that it's meant to move. And so much of what we do here is just teach our, our clients and our community to listen to their body. You know, I say our body's incredibly intelligent organism. You know, it's something that's uh, truly, truly brilliant. And we tend to just let our own uh, biases or our own kind of ambitions, wants get in the way of it. And it's something now that uh, with our program, we knew it was going to be important uh, with the high stress, high anxiety of not knowing really kind of not knowing what's going to happen with the virus or the originals were going way back where it's like, man, this thing could be, you know, some people were thinking a world, you know, uh, something that would kill us all. And, you know, it was a very fearful time for people. So we knew we had to be certain and uh, helping people with what they did know, which was train hard, uh, eat clean, you know, stick to things that are going to keep you in a good state. As we find out more, we're, we're in this together. Um, so we built a program, daily workouts for everyone to do. Uh, but I think the community at large and what we were doing, we were posting weekly cooking classes where we would run an hour long class to kind of just teach a different recipe and have some fun in the kitchen. We were doing trivia night. Um, but the big one was each week, uh, each athlete was assigned a coach and you spend about 20, 30 minutes just, just checking in. You know, listen how things are going, uh, talking about Tiger King, because I know that was big at the time, and, <laughs> uh, talking about, you know, Still what's talking going about on. Tiger King. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially after <laughs> Halloween, that was like the number one costume this year. Yeah. Yeah. No, amazing, holistic approach. Um, I want to join your gym. <laughs> Anytime with you. I can't believe I wasn't here when you already came down. Yeah. It, I think it was. How long have you been there? I want to make sure it's the same Jeb. We've been here for four years now. Actually, we celebrated our four-year birthday on October 31st. Okay. So it may have not been your gym. <laughs> there is there is another gym in Thomason. Um, and then there are a number of CrossFits, you know, around the area. So yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it was in Thomaston, but um it may have been another gym. So I will come down and check it out. But also, do you still do for those that are listening, do you still do your online program? And if so, where can people find out about it? Yeah, so so we launched that actually shortly after CoronaFit. Um it is on our website, www.crossfitoveride.com. 
And then we have under programs, just a section, it says new online trading. So the way we kind of start everybody with that, the goal was to make it for somebody with, you know, little to no experience and little to no equipment. Mm -hmm. So it's set up to have, if you have absolutely no equipment, just you and your body weight at home. And then it's set up to have, uh, if you have one dumbbell um, or one kettlebell, there's another program that additionally uh, that's on top of it. But you know, we focus a lot of things around goal setting and mindset when we first start working with most of our clients. Um, so this program is really built on every day. There's something to do. You know, it can be as little or as much as you would like to kind of participate in for the program. And then there's a once a week, 30 minute check in with your coach. Um, and we find that accountability is one of the biggest pieces to the online program, the biggest value. Uh, because there's a million opportunities to kind of take advantage in on our daily activity. But I think sometimes learning what we're doing, understanding the concepts of what we're doing um, and how to apply them is a big part of it. And and that's where the coaching aspect comes in. Uh, so we really try and help with that learning curve. And, you know, from a sense of getting things started, there's usually a lot of questions. You know, there's a lot of questions on even just what is the thruster and what should I eat after I work out and how many hours of sleep would be ideal. And so, you know, to me, there's a lot of things that we try and um, help along the way. And, you know, we take, like I said, a kind of a larger approach where it's not just simple uh, doing burpees and, and uh, bench press. You know, it's a deeper approach that we take, especially with those 30 minute sessions. Uh, it allows us a lot of time to to build that connection with the client. As we head towards winter, Marshall, and potential rises in COVID, I mean, it is rising, but maybe even more potential rises in COVID. If people are looking for ways to move and maybe they are still a little intimidated by CrossFit, do you have any general suggestions for people of how they can, if they do want to stay home, just get more movement, more physical activity into their day? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the, I mean, first the online program seems perfect to me. It's a, it's a one-on-one approach, but there are a lot of services like this Peloton's out there. You know, I think there's so many different home resources. Um, My brother, my twin brother and his wife are like the ultimate spokesmen for Peloton, but it's an online uh, spin cycling class and they offer a number of different virtual things as well. But I am a big fan of the coach. Brute strength is a program that I typically recommend, you know, and then there's, I have a couple of friends that um, Yankee Fitness Co. and in Farmington, um, which they were a pre-CrossFit uh, previously before, and now they've kind of transitioned their model to a little bit more of an individual model, things that work well at home. It's something that, again, the whole idea is to kind of break down that barrier of maybe somebody who's a little intimidated to get started. And then if somebody wants to take on the ultimate battle of getting themselves moving, you know, really simple. You know, there's nothing wrong with just getting up, going for a 10-minute walk after you eat. You know, starting to try and take your time and, you know, a big thing to me and what I always ask of everybody is, you know, just listen to your body. And I know that's kind of the saying that, you know, can kind of be muddied up or are not fully understanding what it is. But, you know, I always say one of the positions, the only bad position is the one you're in too long. And you know, if your back's starting to get up and stretch, you know, do some yoga, Google it. Uh, on YouTube, there's a million, you know, 10 minute yogas, 20 minute yogas. There's so many good resources out uh, on the internet now um, that are free, you know, good, awesome resources that are free for you to just take advantage of and build that structure for yourself to, you know, plan maybe it's a little walk or following some of these online uh, programs and um, just getting the ball uh, rolling. All great advice. I think also get creative is something I would say, right? Because when you said Peloton, I have a Lamond, which is similar to a Peloton, but I love the Peloton app and it's like $12.99 a month. So even if you don't have a Peloton, 
you can download that app, right? And do Peloton workouts on your spin bike. So don't count yourself out of activities just because you don't have all the equipment is something that I've done before to myself that I feel like sometimes we limit ourselves before we even get started. So try to get creative with what you have and the resources you have. Oh, absolutely. We, uh, in, in our online program, you know, when we did Corona fit, we had, um, you know, create a gratitude jar where you're making a jar, coloring it, and then writing in something you're grateful for every day. And then we had a uh, mini kind of like competition to draw what is health, you know, in a visual perspective, what does that look like? You know, we had a poem one week. And so, you know, there's a million, I think, again, the big thing with a lot of people is that uh, physically, you know, writing is a skill set. You know, there's drawing is a skill set. These are things that are, you know, using your body. We think about them differently, but, um, you know, those things might start the process of you going to a yoga class or getting into a CrossFit gym. And, you know, I think that like you hit the nail on the head to me, getting the creative process started in your brain, um, is just as well as likely to get you moving towards moving your body. And I think that that's something to me that those things are very connected. So the more you stimulate that creative process and, and maybe it's even through writing, you know, I think for sure you're going to be more likely to snowball into some physical activity and, um, moving your body and getting things rolling. Absolutely. Marshall, just a couple more questions before we, we let you go. So the holidays are coming up, right? Which yeah. brings extra anxiety and stress. Usually people stop working out because they have so much um, going on in their in their schedule. I always love to ask because every fitness expert has a different take. Around the holidays, what do you suggest as a fitness routine if you don't have the time or just in general around fitness in the holidays? Yeah. So one, I think it's start with, you know, commit to something, you know, this is where to me, uh, you know, just as simple as going for a walk. I think the holidays, you know, are such a fun time because we get some more time with the family. So I'll even plan out some workouts for me and my family to do together. There's a workout we actually do every year. So if somebody listen and look up chief, we're going to, we post it. Um, but it's a workout. It's a fun one. You can do it at home. Uh, it's a body weight workout. It's five rounds, three minutes. You continue through, um, three broad jumps. So you just jump forward and back and then you do uh, five push ups, seven air squats. You repeat that for three minutes with one minute rest. Um, after those three minutes for five rounds, it's, it's something I do with my brothers. It's a lot of fun. Who wins? Is there a winner and loser? Because I like competition. <laughs> yes, always. <laughs> oh, especially with my family. I'm one of five boys. So there was always, the dinner table working oh. out, you know, at the end of the game, no matter what. That's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. So, uh, awesome stuff there, but yeah, getting started, getting moving. I think one of the big things with the holidays is that, you know, to me, nutrition is probably one of the bigger factors then. And, you know, I tell her, be, um, you know, don't let three or four days, you know, uh, stop you from eating clean the rest of the days and, you know, get yourself going. And if you ever need a resource, you know, reach out to us. We'd be happy to help you throughout the holidays. I think that's one of the uh, bigger things we do well. We have a little booklet and I'll, I'll get that for you. Um, but you have a, we have a holidays hacks and it's just some small tips on how to, how to win the holidays or get through the holidays um, and either achieving your fitness goals or maintaining your fitness goals. So that would be amazing. I know that everyone would love to see that. Thanks, Marshall. Of course. How have you seen in your own life, have have you had anxiety and been anxious through COVID? Or have you been oh, able to? Of course. To, you have. Okay. <laughs> How have you managed it being so, in the health field? 
Yeah. So less through COVID. Um, I think now, uh, when I was younger, you know, I was, I would say very anxious, uh, through college and high school. Um, you know, I think that I struggled more than, and a big part of what, you know, I realized was, uh, one, you know, I kind of didn't really think big picture. You know, I really think one advantage or one thing I would think to the, to the younger population out there would say, Hey, take a deep breath. You know, you, it might feel like graduation, you know, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, um, your job, you know, your bills, all these things are so, you know, important and, and it's such a big burden, but at the same time, in the big picture of things, you know, they're, they're not as stressful. And I think a lot of times we end up making, um, you know, these things bigger than they are. So, you know, taking a deep breath and being able to realize, you know, sometimes the real value in life, uh, you know, and the things that really matter most sometimes are what, you know, I always say one of the biggest values is not what you can, it's not what you have, but what you can do without. And so, you know, one of those things to me and what I started to realize was where my values lied and what I, you know, really cared about. And, and this was something that now I see a value in and how it helps me with my anxiety is being able to kind of take that step back and, and take a deep breath and look at what's in my control and what's out of my control. Um, but then also take it and say, hey, in a hundred years from now, would this really matter? In 10 years from now, would this really matter? Um, you know, and I think that kind of goes twofold where, one, you might realize no, but at the same time, if you do that, now you won't do anything. So to me, I start to realize what I was doing and what I wasn't doing. And my lack of preparation is what caused me so much anxiety. I waited to the last minute to do my work. I waited to the last minute to address what I had to do at school. You know, and I think this was something now that I realized was I was trying to avoid the burden. So I love the idea of taking on stress because I know the stress is going to make me better. Uh, the bigger the obstacle, the bigger the opportunity in a lot of ways. And that has been kind of our message to the gym is, you know, don't avoid stress. I think one of the biggest things that a lot of people, they try and hide away from it. Um, but, and, and I mean, I'm sure you know this and, you know, in a clinical setting, you know, anytime someone's dealing with anxiety, the goal is to clearly detail what you're anxious about, what you're afraid of. And, you know, you decompose that down into a small little bits and, you know, and then the goal is to try and expose you into those bits. And, you know, I think one of the things that's amazing is that, you know, it's not that you become less anxious about those things. Truly, you become more brave, you know, and, and you become more courageous and, and more willing. And those are kind of two different things, you know, they're not the same. And that's one thing in the gym that, you know, we prove to people every day where they come and I'll never be able to climb that rope or even walk through the door. I'm never going to be able to lose this weight. And, you know, then we break these things down into smaller, easy objectives uh, to show people how to tackle them. And, and then they prove to themselves, they walk through the fire themselves to, to go through it and show themselves that they can do it. And they become more brave, more courageous. And, you know, so it's funny, but those things physically connect uh, mentally, like we said, how, you know, they are direct, directly connected. Yeah. No, absolutely. One thought at a time, I always say, and it sounds like you're saying one task at a time, one, one mm. climb at a time, one thing at a time, and you'll get there and you'll build to where you want to be. Absolutely. Marshall Zandler. Perfect, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lucia. Uh, thanks. Um, so nice to have you on. And I'd love to have you back. Um, we didn't have time today, but to talk about some of the trends you see coming um, for 2021 and in, in just in the fitness industry in general, I feel like it's always changing. So just an invitation to come back and talk about that on another show. Oh, anytime. Absolutely. I love it. Anytime we're talking health, fitness, 
anything involved. I love it. The trends, we can get into it, Lucia. I appreciate uh, you having me on here. I really, really appreciate the message. I think now, you know, more than ever, just anyone who's listening, awesome. You know, I've been checking out uh, your stuff. It's fantastic because I think one of the big things everyone can do is think about what, not just what their bodies are doing, but what they're, what they're ingesting, you know, what they're listening to, you know, what they're exposing themselves to. And you can't beat the quality that you're delivering everybody. And, you know, it's such an awesome message you have and an amazing podcast so keep doing the good work Lucia I love it I'd be happy to be back anytime thanks Marshall I appreciate that that's so kind Um, and for people that want to find you just give us all of your social any way to reach you yeah, at crossfitoveride.com, um, at crossfitoveride on Instagram and Facebook. You know, generally my partners and I are pretty diligent about getting on there and uh, interacting with anyone who needs help, and you know, all that stuff comes direct. We we pride ourselves on our response time. We know that's a big thing is getting to people now in the world. It's got to be quick. Um, but I always advise check it out. Check out our Instagram. Check out our Facebook. You know, most of our stuff is geared towards our community, but um, we're creating more and more resources for um, the community that's outside of our actual physical gym and i think this year specifically we'll have a lot more for everybody so um thank you yeah thank you and we'll be right back on well seekers today's lifestyle demands the best in wireless and with pulse cellular you have the best options available switch to pulse cellular for unlimited talk text and high-speed data coast to coast with no contracts no credit checks and no overage fees one line for 65 dollars or four lines for just 45 dollars each including hotspot wi-fi calling and 50 gigs per line and for all you travelers we got you covered in canada and mexico plus text and data in over 210 countries worldwide all with the best phones or bring your own that's pretty awesome get the best user experience on mobile at pulsecellular.com thanks for being part of the seekerhood we couldn't do this without you now back to the show thanks so much again to marshall for joining us if you do want to find out more about crossfit override their online program or his holiday hacks we have links we have links everywhere links for everyone you get a link. You get a link. Ugh, if you ever watched Oprah, just trying to mim- mimic her there. But um, so there's links below this page that you can link to Marshall and you can check out the holiday hacks that he was talking about as well. Before I let you go, I do want to say that in 2021, we are going to be coming back with new and improved Wellseeker show. And if you know me, you also know that I have an extreme passion and love for relationships. Um, I believe that we are made to be in relationship and that's romantic, but that's also relationship with self, relationship with other people, and then of course, romantic relationships. So we do have a sister show called Lucia at Night dedicated exclusively to talk about relationships and loving yourself and others more well. Um, Well Seekers, of course, takes on more of those pressing mental, emotional health issues from a holistic point of view. But if you're all about love like I am, love is, I lead with love in everything I do. If you ask people to describe me, in fact, I did something for a course once where people had to come up with the words that described people the most and ask the people closest to them. And everyone close to me chose love. So I felt pretty um, honored and privileged that that's how people view me is with love. So um, if you're interested in learning though more about love, please feel free to head over to Lucia at night. 
I also do want to say we have a tremendous amount of tools on wellseekers.com. We are still adding to those lists. We do have a winter box. It actually, I have been waiting for this box to come out because we selected this box um, and it's basically a, a time for yourself or the ones you love. This box is coming out next week. I could not be more excited because it's essentially a, a, a shower, a shower night, um, activities to do, ways to help your body, ways to help your mind, and just a whole lot of pampering at home. And I've been dying for this box and to do it on a Friday or Saturday night. So if you want to find out more about that, that's on wellseekers.com too. From all of us here at Wellseekers, we want to thank you for such an incredible 2020, for you being part of our family. And I truly cannot say that enough. This is a family here at Wellseekers. We love you. We welcome you. We want to walk with you. We want to help you find your story of well. We want to help you rise. We want to help you come back. No matter where you are on your journey, it is never too late to change your story in any area of life. Until, Unless there is no breath left in you, there is always time for change. Um, and that's what this show is about. So we are so grateful to have you um, as part of our show. From everyone at Lucia at night, we are so grateful that you're part of our family at night as well. And we just couldn't be more honored and feel more privileged to bring you this show. So here's to great things in 2021. Here's to more light, more love, more peace, and finding your best story yet. Happy holidays, happy new year, and we will see you on the other side of 2020. We'll be back in 2021 with more Well Seekers. How would you like to join the conversation? Email us anytime at hello at wellseekers.com. 